bugging. And I'm looking for my cousin, like pocket poetic justice. No, I'm tripping. But y'all just chilling. We chilling cause ain't nothing like that summertime feeling. But it feel good when the fans can all laugh together. Even though won't feel like this gon' last forever. But turn up, cause we've been laughing it's so damn time. It wouldn't be a party with no soap train lines. For the one time, for the one time. What is up? What is up, everybody? What is up? And we are live. We are live. And first and foremost, I want to give all praises to the Most High Yahweh and His only forgotten Son, uh, Yahweh Shahud World called Jesus Christ. This is another episode of Social Conversations, uh, Season Four, um, Episode Eleven. Uh, and today um, we got a special guest. But before we get to our special guest, um, shout out to our sponsors. We got Click Vodka, who've been down with us since day one. So make sure you go get you some. Click Avaca. The link is in. Um, just click that link, and we actually send you straight to the website, and you can have it delivered to your front door. And also, you can make you a, a nice drink, what we call a saucy conversation, where you get your, you know, you can mix the Click Avaca with the, you know, your favorite lemonade. See, we, I like to use, you know, pink lemonade and all that, but you know, any other lemonade you like, it be blueberry, raspberry, whatever you like, mix it with the Click Avaca, and you, that's the saucy conversation right there. Uh, shout out to Click Avaca, and also. Uh, shout out to our other sponsor, which is uh, Holistic Remedies. Uh, it's a uh, uh, black-owned company. They got CBD oils, uh, body butters, and body creams, and all that. So make sure you go check them out. And don't forget to use that uh, promo code um, HRMESAUCY. You get 10% off. That's HRMESAUCY. You get 10% off. And also go check out some um, official merch, which is on Teespring as well. The, the link is also um, below. And... Um, yeah, we thank everybody for showing support. Whether you bought a, a t-shirt, a hoodie, a, a pet hoodie, it doesn't matter. We appreciate the love and support. Shout out to my um, co-hosts that's going to be here today. Shout out to Dad, uh, Mac. Shout out to Vinice as well. Shout out to the whole social nation. Shout out to everybody who's watching on Twitch, who's watching on um, YouTube, and also watching on Social Nation TV, uh, Facebook page. Uh, we appreciate you for watching. And those who are not watching, you can make it to the broadcast today. And you just listen at home, whether you're at home, whether you're in, in the car, whether you're at work. So, you know, a lot, a lot of y'all be at work listening to the podcast. So we appreciate you as well on all streaming platforms. We love you and we appreciate you. So today I have a, a special guest today. Um, uh, this guy, he's a, a Bronx native, just like me, BX in the building. Come BX on. is definitely the building. Stand up. You know Let's what I'm go. saying? He's a rapper. He's an independent rapper. He's been doing this thing for almost a decade. You, yeah. you gotta you gotta put respect on this name. This man is <laughs> certified. You understand me? This yeah. man performed with Lupe. All the all the rappers who you love today, he performed with it, man. Yo, I like to watch the social conversation. It's Unity. What's up, my brother? Oh, it's definitely the hand claps with the hand claps, man. What's going on with you? How you been? Uh, you know, doing this uh pandemic, like I call it, the pandemic, <laughs> <laughs> the pandemic going yeah. on. How 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 you been doing? How's the family? Um, yeah, yeah this, this, let's let's start with that. Let's start there. Yeah, yeah, everything good, everything good. You know, 
it's been such an interesting pandemic, um, you know, transition. I didn't even realize how much the pandemic, you know, affected, you know, music, you know, and, and as me as an independent artist, because in the beginning, I was still shooting videos, like, weekly, you know what I mean? But then I realized, like, as things became more serious, things started to had to slow down. We couldn't go outside, so forth and so on. So, of course, that affects right. the students, that affects the money, that affects the touring, so forth and so on. But I'm now starting to get back in the groove of everything. The album is almost done. Nice. So, you know, I'm now just, you know, Get back on it, you know what I'm saying? So good. That's dope, man. Like before, yeah, yeah. like before we begin the podcast. Um, you know, shout out to Alina, who's an ex, uh, a social conversation alum. She's a social social conversation alumni, and mm-hmm. she was on the show and she hit me up like, "Yo, I think I I have the perfect um, guest for you." I was like, "All right, send me um information." So she sent me an yeah. information and come to find right. out, I like, damn, I know this dude from somewhere. <laughs> and then come, I put two two together, and we both went to the same junior high school. Ain't that crazy? That's it's crazy. a small world, man. It's a crazy, world, man. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Definitely, definitely. I was digging you had to do it to find that out. Just sort of mutual followers, like that's crazy. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely because I because I follow like Kevin and them on on Instagram. Right, right. So wait, wait, wait. so there's a connection here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so so that's why I put two together. Like yo, I went to the, the same junior high school as this brother. That's man. crazy. It's fire. It's fire, man. Tracy Towers. You know Thanks. what I'm saying? Thanks. Back in the day, Clinton <laughs> High School, and PSMS 95. Shout out to the right. whole Marshall area. Area. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the whole right. avenue. You know, you, 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 we got the McDonald's over there. You got the, the Chinese food. You got the Spanish mm-hmm. spot in the corner. You know, right, right. And, and back in the day, if you wanted your name on a T-shirt, you you hit to the the, the spot. You put your name. I forgot the name of the spot, but you know what I'm Yo. talking about. <laughs> or the whole basketball team had nicknames on the back of their shirt. They'll say right. iron on and everything. So shout out to <laughs> shout out to everybody here, Tracy, man. Fire, the whole bro. crew tatted them, man. Peace of love to all them brothers, man. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, right. so so uni, um, let's just start with the beginning. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, tell tell us about your humble beginnings. Um, uh, where did you grow up? How did you grow up? The household. How was it in your household and everything? Yeah, so born and raised in the Bronx, Tracy Towers. Um, still here. I'm about to move soon though. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, born and raised here, and I, I just. You know, grew up in a Ghanaian, you know, I'm Ghanaian, a Ghanaian household, um, very spiritual based. You know, my mom made sure everybody had a foundation of Christ, and we still do, um, even more so now, you know what I mean, when we all seek him now on our own. But um, as far as music goes, bro, like, I was, you know, I was rapping in 9-5, too, and in the yearbook, I was uh, the best freestyler, you know, graduated oh, in <laughs> But, um, so I started rapping then, but when it really started taking off, when I was in um high school at 17, um... Mr. Biggs from the So Sonic Force, um, Africa been bought in the So Sonic Force, he heard me um, in a battle, and he was like, bro, like, you battle as if you are making a song. And it was off the top. This wasn't like, this was before when rap, like, freestyle was freestyling. Like, right, it wasn't right. 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 So, yeah, it was, so he was like, yo, you freestyle as if it's a song. He's like, yo, and he took me to the studio, and it really changed the trajectory of my life. Like, we was in Madison Madison Square Garden as a 17-year-old kid, and I'm with, like, you know, legends, Biz Marquee, and um, mm. so many people. I can't even remember all of them. And I'm like, yo, this this it can really be my career. So from then on, I just started really taking music seriously. He had me in the studio with legends, and I just started going off. And from there, I released my first, like, big single, which it was corny, but, you know, looking back <laughs> at it, it was not the same for the time. But it was yeah. called Do the Cocoa Butter. And to the cocoa it, yeah, do the cocoa. It was like a dance and all the that. Cocoa. <laughs> but um, it, it, was, it was it was good for the times, you know. Yeah, 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 so yeah. Um, after that, you know, it, it took it, it it you know it took took charge. And world star, 
Um, they shot the video for it. They put it on World Star. It was like it really gained a lot of traction. But then I'm like, guy, like now that I can see, I can do this, do this. I mean, let me change how I'm making music. So I started making more like music that wasn't gimmicky I and mean, just real music, you know, for me. And then I had Joe Budden on my album. Um, I made I had another uh, like hard single. He was in. Um, he came up to my album release party, nice. so forth and so on. I had like bigger singles, and yeah, that's pretty much the, the beginning. The beginning, you know, beginning. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so you mentioned faith, you know, how to, how to, how your parents, um, installed that in you. Yeah. Um, you are a Christian, right? Yeah. Yeah. One percent. Okay. One percent. Yeah. Tell, tell, tell us about that, man. Um, growing up being, being a Christian for me, I grew up as a Baptist Christian. Mm. Um, my father was a preacher. I'm a preacher's son. Um, I, I had mainly converted to, you know, uh, to my history, which is being an Israelite and stuff like that. But just tell us about your, your faith. Um, this growing yeah. up and how, how, uh, what you, um, learn from your, your parents and learn from, um, the religion and how it still helps you today to, to move through this crazy society. Yeah. yeah. I love, I love that question, bro. Um, so, you know, growing up, um, you know, we went to church every Sunday, so forth and so on. Praise God. We, I grew up in a Pentecostal church, um, while my mom was more Catholic, though, so we had Catholic um, foundation, but we was in a Pentecostal church. And, bro, like, I was in church all the time and, you know, I tried to get my friends to come out of church. But it wasn't until actually last year where I found out, like, you know what, I'm not really a Christian. Like, I, I mean, I was playing Christian, you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. You, have, you have one foot in the world, one foot out. Exactly. And, you know what I mean? And, well, God is either light or dark. Right. So I really started, you know, I, I, I like, again, I started, like, watching a Michael Todd, his, uh, you know, YouTube series that he has. And I'm like, okay, as he was talking, I'm like, you know what? Like I'm out here fornicating. I'm having sex, doing what I want. And I'm claiming to be a Christian. I'm not a Christian. You know what I mean? If I'm doing these, it's either like I, in essence, like, all right, if I'm, if I say I'm a rapper and I'm not in the studio, I'm not putting out videos. Yeah. I can be a rock and rap. Well, like, but I'm not really a rapper. And the same thing for my, my faith. And then I was like, okay, I was listening to Michael Todd and he was like, one of the things you need to do one was find a local church and I really wanted to transition my life. And I'm like, you know what, God, I prayed and I'm like, God, please help me to find godly community. And I kid you not, I kid you not, like maybe the, that same week me and Kev was doing a photo shoot and some guy walked up to me. He's like, Yo, bro, like, um, are you in the arts? We have a church that, you know, helps those or like supports those who are in the arts, arts, media, sports. We have people who have, who's on Netflix and good morning America and so forth. I'm like, that's crazy. Any church could have came to me, but this one comes and I tell him my faith in this. As I did the Bible studies, I realized one, I wasn't a Christian. I was deceiving myself in many ways. And since then, bro, I've changed my life entirely. Like I took my album down, um, with, you know, a whole bunch of streams. I took music videos down that had like, you know, girls, you know, bodies and, so much exposing in there. Right. I took it all down to really transition my music. I took all the curses out of my album, put it back up, which affected my streams. But I'm like, if I'm going to do this for God, then I'm really going to do this for yeah, God. Yeah, I'm not right. a clean Christian and not, not live the life of a Christian. So Absolutely. that's, you know, that's where I'm at with it now. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You got to, you got to come right for the Lord. <laughs> you know? Right, 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 right. So uh, my, my next question is for you. Uh, do you have any like brothers and sisters? Yeah, I have, I'm the youngest. I have an older brother, older sister. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And, and how how was that uh, <laughs> growing up? You know, cause I have I have an older sister and a younger sister as well. So how yeah. was that growing up? In a how was yeah. the the vibes in the household? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, we're we're so different. 
like my brother, he's a he's a physician, and you know my, my parents are Ghanaian. So with that being said, rap isn't like a thing. They're like, what are you talking about? Like, stop playing. Go be a lawyer, <laughs> engineer. You know what I mean? All yeah, of those yeah, things. Yeah. And you know, it was kind of just like that where it was like we didn't we don't really understand the worlds, but it's that just the worlds we're in. But just there was a respect. Like, I right, I get what you're doing. You know, me and my sister, there's more of a, like a. I, she gets it because she's closer in age to me. But my brother, he's five years older than me. He's like, yeah, like, stop rapping and go get a real job. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Even when it brings money in, he don't care. It's like, exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was that growing up, but it was also um, just that mutual respect where I'm just let you do your thing, I'm going to do my thing. You know what I'm saying? But uh, luckily now, um, I've shared my faith with my, my entire family. And my mom has started to study the Bible now. My sister studying the Bible. And hopefully my brother can do it too. He's still a little shaky, whatever, but it's it's been it's been dope. It's, a, it's a process, you know. <laughs> it's a process. It can go cold turkey on that man. It's a process exactly, of exactly. everything. Exactly. So, so uh, t- take me um, to the beginning of you rapping. You mentioned you was battle rapping and everything, and I tell you, back in the day, especially in '95, battle rap yeah. was a big thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been through so many wars. With yeah. Shout out to the twins and all that. I've been so yeah. many more others just having ciphers and try to see who's the best rapper in '95. So, so tell me who inspired you uh, to put the uh, to put the pen on the paper? Who inspired you? What rappers inspired you? Or rapper inspired? Inspired? Right, right, right. So growing up, I loved, I loved, uh, you know, of course, Biggie, the Tupacs. Yeah. I really loved Tupac. We had a lot of, my brother used to listen to a lot of West Coast rap. Oh. I used to listen to a lot of West Coast rap, but Biggie definitely resonated with me. Tupac, OD, Tupac, then the Q-Tips, then the, I like most Def and Tyler Kualib, you know, the, you know, the, the whole Tribe Code Quest, so forth and so on. So that really inspired me. But what I loved the most, I would say, like, Biggie inspired a lot of my, my wit because I was good with words, and I had jokes on people. So when I would see mm. how Biggie would be very just, because Tupac was very, you know, could be very straightforward. Yeah, direct. Which I like. He's very direct. Direct. <laughs> Biggie would, like, bend his words. Instead of saying, there's nothing, but he would say, Nathan, but penetration. And I'm like, I like that he's just playing with it. He's having fun. Yeah, yeah. But that really, like, started to inspire me. And then I listened to a lot of, like, just, the battle rappers, like the eventually smack DVDs, and I'm like, okay, okay, I like this, I could, I could do this. So that's where it started off. But then the, the transition into really becoming an artist was when Mr. Biggs came, and he was like, you know, pretty much he nailed in my head, yo, battle rappers at the time, he's like, they don't make money. He said, if you want a, a, a career that's has longevity, and you know, you can really hone into a, a craft that people want to hear you. He was like, yo, get into really honing into your music. All right. Okay, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I started listening to that, you know, just making music right in and, okay, how can I make this catchy and put my heart in it, so forth and so on, opposed to punchline, 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 you know? Right, right. Because back then, there was no URL. Exactly. It was, exactly. It was just yeah. Smack DVD. That's it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So as of right now, you you could you could just be like a, a regular rapper, just making songs yeah. and stuff like that, or you just yeah. be a battle rapper making a lot of money, making twenty five thousand and fifty thousand, hundred thousand. Exactly. You know, like cat shout out to Cassidy and all them. They they doing that thing. They doing their thing on that um, on that battle rap tip. You know right, right, right. Yeah. So um, my, my next question to you um. You said uh, uh, Tupac and Biggie. What, what's some of your favorite uh, songs that, you know, if you was on a on a uh, a deserted island, yeah, you know, what albums would you take with you? Yeah, so um, I'm artists? definitely got you. Um, 
I, I, I'm definitely taking um, Tupacalypse, um, Be, Me Against the World. I, I I can listen to J. Cole all day. Mm. Like people are like, oh, J. Cole boring. For me, J. Cole's not boring. Gotcha. Um, 2014 Forest Hills is something I can definitely listen to all day. Uh, my favorite rapper is Lupe, so I can go okay. down the list of, you know, the cool uh, Food and Liquor, Food and Liquor 2, mm. Laser, um, uh, uh, of course, um, Ready to Die. Already, everybody got Ready to Die. Blueprint, what I got on my wall, volume two. Um, Blueprint two, Blueprint three was only I to me. Um, yeah, a few of those, and maybe like oh, oh some Kanye albums. What am I talking about? The graduation, and you know, college, college drop out. Oh, that's my yeah, joint. yeah, college yeah, dropout, okay. my joint. I was actually listening yeah. to that album today. I'm okay, like, okay, yeah, fine. Like, it's, it's so crazy how like an artist could uh develop, yeah, everything, and 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 you know, it's sometimes uh, in the point in history. You know, yeah. you you can see like if you watch Kanye now, like he's going yeah. back yeah. to that college dropout Kanye, which everybody wanted in the first place. Right, right, right. And he's putting everybody on blast, like you know he just you know with the Steam player and everything. Yeah, selling, yeah. You know, over a, a million copies and and, and less than yeah. twenty four hours. So he he's going back to that arrogant. He always been arrogant, but he's going back yeah. to that arrogant, uh, woke. You know, being right, around, right. you know, when he was around most deaf and, you know, Black Star. You know, yeah, 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 that yeah, first yeah. album is like, you know, right. and, and that's good to see from Kanye. Um, yeah. my, my next question to you um, yeah. um, are, are you really into like um, fashion? Yeah, I am. I, I got my own clothing line. This yeah. is it. Go cold chili and everything. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, really- yeah. Tell us about that, man. T- tell us about yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the much how much love you have for fashion and yeah. what led to you starting your own clothing line right so um what led to me starting my own clothing line was pretty much like of course my friends had clothing line and so forth and so on but i'm like you know every time i have a show you know i would get like i would want to give them some merch out uh a t-shirt with my face on it or when i would go on tour um i would want like my whole team to have, you know represent so we have like uni g jackets so forth and so on so i'm like i want to really take this to a whole nother level so I remember just thinking about the name and what inspired it was, you know, I, I'm like thinking of a homeless man who um, was eating um, um, Birkin so chili. So um, I, I remember just th- I think about a homeless man who was, like, I think, digging out the garbage or just trying to find eating the chili mm. out of the garbage. And it was nasty. And just but what, it, what it taught me was, you know, what we see as garbage, this man sees as life. He sees as survival. And and. And then I heard Lupe say something about free chili. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to call my code line cold chili. Just that cold chili represented, not, you know, it's not cold chili literally, but it represents what we see as garbage. Another man sees as life or survival. Mm-hmm. So it's a little, it's a little boy. Um, I have a chain or the full emblem of it where he's holding a bowl of chili. And it just pretty much represents what we take for granted in life. And I made that my my clothing line. And it did really well. Um, Sway, Sway Calloway hit me up. And, you know, he had, he bought, a bunch of my bomber jackets and he's like, yo, you only like come out to Sirius XM and, you know, give out, give some of your jackets out to the, to the staff. And he made me give one to black youngster and, you know, mm. so forth. And he actually promoted it on Red Bull TV and he went like overseas with it. So forth and so on. So it's been doing well, bro. You know what I mean? It's been doing yeah, yeah. well. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to Sway, man. I've been watching, yeah, I've been listening to Sway and watching Sway for a very long time, man. And yeah. how, how important to you was, you know, a icon like Sway, you know, not only have you come out to the studio, yeah, you know, and on was it was it Freestyle Friday 
was it like yeah, that yeah, type of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah. So I was watching a clip earlier about that, man. You did your thing on that. Uh, yeah, tell us about, you know, uh, Sway actually, uh, icon like Sway showing support to you and your brand, yeah. you know. Yeah. You know what's so crazy, bro? That's, you know what's so crazy? This crazy story behind that was the year before I was, um, I was like on a block, whatever, case maybe in Harlem, and I used to carry my, like, uh, CD with me everywhere. I remember seeing a Jamie Foxx um, show, and he was like, yo, if you don't carry a demo with you, you're not really, you're not really doing this. Absolutely. And I didn't have my demo with me, and I saw Sway, and I'm like, I didn't even know what to do. I just went up to him, I'm like, hey, what's up? He's like, hey, what's up, your man? And I was like, ah, like, I, can't, I don't know what to say to him. I ain't got nothing. Yeah. And, bro, I was so, I was like, I was mad at myself. So then a year later, I, uh, I, I was working with Sony Records as a producer, and I, yeah, I had like a fake falling out with them, whatever. So I go um, next door to Atlantic because I had a real good relationship with the people at Atlantic, and somebody taking up my studio time. And I'm like, "Yo, come on! Like, I got a call with me. I'm working on the album, the second album, and Sway comes out, mm. and I'm like, I'm like, nah, this is crazy. So I'm like, you know, I'm like, hey, Sway, what's up? My name is Unichi. I met you. He's like, okay, cool. We took a picture, and then that was pretty much it. Then I go to another event and Sway's there. It was as if like God wanted us to just like you know click, and eventually we clicked. He saw my jacket. We actually come out. And so being from a place where I, I had no demo tape to even you know talk to Sway, where I know him, I can hit him up right now, text him to be like, "Yo, Sway, I want to come up and blah blah blah." And he's like, "Yo, let's do it." Or he he hits me up. The, the fact that Sway hits me up coming from a place where I know it, it, it's mind blowing. It's mind blowing, man. Crazy. You know, crazy. Absolutely, crazy. absolutely. So, so, so coming up in the game, um, yeah. you've been doing this for almost a decade. Yeah. As an independent artist, man, uh, mm-hmm. take it, take us to your uh, your first yeah. um, independent project, and, and yeah. how was the process mm-hmm. for you? Gotcha. Yeah. So, um, my first project dropped. It was called the commercial. Um, it was called the commercial. I mean, it was called the commercial in 2012, and um, bro, it was it was interesting because I was working on that project for for so long, and it was like, dang, just trying to get the beats together and the ideas, the concept, and I called it the commercial because I was like, I know I'm somewhat of a, somewhat of a conscious artist, but who wants to reach the commercial you know lane of people? So how can I do that? You know what I mean? So I started off um, the album with a real conscious song, and then had my commercial hit, so forth and so on, and uh, another. Uh, like big hit that I had on there was called Go Get It and it was produced by Quincy Jones the third, his son. Um Quincy Jones, you know, son. Yeah, son yeah. And, yeah, yeah. So I did the beat. I, I sampled the beat from Fresh Prince. And when he he heard it, he like re, uh, he retweeted it and all he like, yo, check out UNIJ. I was like, yo, this is this is this is fire. You know what I mean? Then of course like I said I had I had Joe Budden on the album, do the Coco Budden, so forth and so on. And things the momentum started really, you know, catching up. Then afterwards I dropped my second album, Welcome to My Universe. And before doing that, I dropped a single called Swerve, and Swerve changed my life. Like, God changed my life. But, you know, Swerve really, like, took it to a whole nother level where I went on my my Swerve tour, and I had Graph on the tour, Nitty Scott, um, uh, Smoke Dizza, um, uh, I was with Big Crit, Manolo Rose, so mm. forth and so on. And it really, like, Swerve took off. And what I did was, instead of just, like, opening up for artists, I would, like, Ask the artists to come out. I'd pay some artists. I'd pay, like, Fred the, God- Fred the Godson would have other artists open up for us. Legend. And then eventually, yeah, and then eventually um, Hot 97 came out to the show. Revolt TV came out to the show. And this was something that I started because I was asking to be on people's tours, and people wasn't booking me. Right. So I just started doing it on my own. 
And I legit started the tour in my bedroom, just sending emails out and by myself. And then I'll ask Kev and a few um, other people on my team to just like, oh, come through and support the show. And bro, it blew up from there. You know what I mean? And then eventually ended up on tour with Lupe, A Boogie, Tiger, so forth and so on. You know I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, that's big, man. I gotta drop a saucy bomb on that one, man. You gotta, do, on, it. Bro. You gotta do it yourself. You know what I'm saying? You gotta do it yourself, man. Hey, you know, it ain't gonna come to you, man. You gotta go out facts. there and get it. Facts, facts. Or mm-hmm. my next question to you: When you in the studio, yeah, what is your ritual? Because you know, a lot mm-hmm. of rappers, including myself. Yeah. have rituals you know some rappers yeah. gotta have a bowl of jelly beans they gotta have you know five chicken wings and a pepsi they gotta right. have some fine chicks around them with some liquor they gotta have some, right. you know, some right. weed you know you got there's so many different rituals with an artist you know just just you know trying to get to their comfort zone and actually yeah. to record what is yeah. your actual um ritual um yeah. recording yeah so now um before i go into anything i legit I didn't do this before. I pray. And I'm like, you know, God, like, I want your words to come out, not my own. I don't want to glorify myself um, because I can get in that way of, like, ah, how can I make a hit? Or how can I? Oh, you know, God, what do you want? You know what I mean? Like, I'm, and that, and then I, he, he doesn't give me this big voice for, yeah, I want you to. I'm like, God, just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just give me the ideas, the thoughts, yeah. the heart you want me to have going into this. So that's the first thing I do, um, or at least try to do. Then after that, um, if I already have like the beat produced, so forth and so on, I just go in there and just talk my heart and just, you know, bar for bar it sometimes. It could be sometimes a lot of mumbling, like, you know, I'm on saucy conversations, but no hesitation. Zun, 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 you know what I mean? And just and just fill it in, or I could just have it already pre written, so forth and so on. But that's first. But I'm in the studio. I don't like to think of myself as Kev thinks I am, but I'm not a control freak. Mm. But I'm somebody I need things to go exactly how it is in here. Or better, I need to move exactly how I imagine it. So I can be sometimes annoyingly on top of the engineer, like, uh-uh, cut this. And it can be the smallest thing to them. But to me, I, I don't like going back to records, and I hear something like, I should have done something, should have did something about that. It's, it could be something as like a, you're, and I don't like that, you're, you know, you know cut it out. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I feel like, real, I like to be really, really involved. So that's how I am. Absolutely, because you, you know, the way you hear it in your head, yeah. it, it has to be... Like that exactly. on tape, exactly. <laughs> you know, better, 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 you know I mean? even better. Because yeah. if it's not, it's like I'm not feeling it. Exactly. You know, like, I got to do it again. Yeah. You know, like I had been in like um, some sessions with uh, some beat mm-hmm. makers. Yeah. And yeah. Just to have an idea for a beat, you know. What I'm saying? Yeah. So when I have this idea for the beat, you know, I'm I'm telling the um the guy who's making it out like this is the way this is the way I hear it. So I I gotta start somewhere. I gotta start. Oh, I gotta like uh, have like a uh, if I want like a like somebody talking on it like mm. something like a snippet I could get from YouTube or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is what I want in the beginning of the record, and this is where this is the way I hear it. So you you, yeah. you have to coach, you know, yeah. the people who's who's making these beats or the producer who's actually right. mixing it, it the way you actually hear it in your exactly. head. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's yeah. very important because you know you you painting this. You, you know, you, you paint this painting in your head, but you just you just wanted to, you know, illustrate it on the track. Right. Exactly. 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 And also and in the like, video as well. Exactly. <laughs> you gotta get the heart behind it yeah, too. You exactly. I mean? yeah, I, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, man. Exactly, yeah, bro. So, yeah, so, yeah. so you mentioned uh, your last album, which came out yeah. in eighteen. 
Yeah. Um, Welcome to my universe. Yeah. Uh, my favorite song on the album is actually um, Summertime Party. Ah, that's right. That's right. That's right. You know, it had this. If, if, just listen to it earlier. Does it have that uh, Around the Way Girl sample in it? Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. I know it does. I wasn't bugging down. <laughs> I know I wasn't bugging down. Man, it, take, take us to that. Uh, that take us to that process of actually you recording that song and how did how did it come about? Yeah, yeah. You know what's crazy about Summertime Party is, um, first of all, I, uh, my guy J- Jetlag Beats and me made we made the beat. Um, he made a majority of it. I just like tweaked some few things, and I'm like, yo, I, I loved around around the way girl growing up. You know, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want to capture that essence, but more so in a, you know, a today vibe. So I remember just hearing a beat and just like, okay, added this, added this. Now I'm like, what type of vibe am I going for? And I remember the the song is so corny, but my mind is just not I hip hop, hip hop. You know, when I think of music, I like to listen to um, like a Nat King Cole. Mm. And how can I apply Nat King Cole vibe to this? Or I don't know if you remember S Club, gonna show you. It was like a, I don't yeah. know, a white girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? yeah, I remember that. I remember like, ain't no party like summertime. Let's turn up. That's what I'm like, okay, that's the S Club in it. How can I make it more hip hop than ain't no party like a summertime? I'm like, okay, okay. So I put it all together. Um, Had a whole bunch of people come out to the studio. That's when I well, was working still with Atlantic. And they came out, to the, came out to the studio. We recorded it there. And the verses took me, I don't know why it took me forever to write, but when I sit with a beat for too long, sometimes I, I I hear I don't hear the beat, I hear the sounds. So I hear the kick, I hear the clap, I hear the snare, I hear the hats instead of a just a, a fully composed beat. So when I get in that technical phase, it's hard for me to connect with the beat. So that's what happened with that song. So I was gonna have um, Nitty Scott do the second verse, okay. but we just we never had a chance to you know get to it. So for the song, like she had a lot going on. So I just did both verses, and the song did really really well. Um, my guy Sus One asked me to come out to Power 105. We did an interview on that. Um, the video, the first video I had, um, did really well too. But I took that down just because I, again, I had a lot of women overexposed, and I'm like, you know, if I'm gonna do this for God, let me do this right. So I, we ended up editing the video, or I ended up editing the video and um, taking out all of that and putting it back up. So, but yeah, that was the idea behind the song. The video it took me like three years to get the props and everything in the location but it was dope it was dope absolutely yeah. man that's a dope song man it's just the the, the energy on that record man Thank you, bro. It, i mean it's up there with the original like summertime record uh, you know, with, with will smith man and you know and jazzy jeff summertime yeah, yeah. that energy like yo you, bro. whatever the, the first day of summer i'm playing the song and I'm, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm blasting the song in the car. Okay, or I have my little boombox with me, whatever. Right, right, so the right. first day of summer, I'm blasting the song because of the energy. It just, it just makes you feel good, man. And shout out to you for making that dope, dope ass song. Thank you, bro. Definitely, man. And you mentioned Swerve, man. Swerve was the yeah. first one to actually chart, even um, internationally, right. correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, right. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 tell me the the feeling. Uh, you know, finding out that your song is charting, you know, yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah. on the charts, you know, what I'm saying? Yeah. especially internationally. Right, right. You got people outside of you asking music. Tell me right. about that. How, how, how was the feeling, brother? How was the feeling? Yeah, you know, what's so crazy is that I, I at the time, I'm trying to get out of this now. That's so crazy. I didn't even know it hit the charts yet. Like, I was working with Sony at the time, and they helped me, you know, to, you know, bring in more exposure and get on the charts. And, bro, I'm so, like, one of those people who – I was one of those people who could get so caught up in the moment of 
what I got to do next. What's next? What's next? What's next? Because sometimes I don't live in the moment. Like I, I can't. I, looking back on that, I, I used to do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like I, even at the time, bro, like um on the tour, on tour, I could be performing so forth. But in my head, I'm like, okay, what do I got to do next? What's the next song? Like, okay, I got to make sure I do this. I do that on stage. I don't interact with the crowd again. And wow, rapping like I'm doing all this. You know, <laughs> so people are like yo, you were so funny when you said, and I'm like. I don't even remember doing any of that. Right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when so, Swerve was charting, I was so in grind mode. Like, and I, I also want to dispel the idea of you sleep, you 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 sleep when you die. Like, no, rest. You know what I mean? Because like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I've almost had so many bad moments because of that. But I, I would say, like, when I found that I was it charted, I was like, okay, that's dope. What's next? Absolutely. How can I get that number one? Or you know, what what's the next move for the next single? So forth and so on. But Seeing Swerve climb up the way he did, the original Swerve video had about over 100,000 videos on YouTube and, like, 100,000 on Facebook and 100,000 here and, you know, so forth and so And it was hitting, like, places I couldn't even imagine. That was, like, wow, like, you know, this was the same song or same moment where people, like, denied me, like, was like, oh, like, you trash, you're not going to make it, or who are you? You don't got enough followers to where... That same song had people who legit rejected me, book me for shows, like pay me mm. and in a humble way. And it was like, and it was crazy for me because it was like, yo, the song didn't change, you know, nothing right. changed, you know. Right. So while people can see like, yo, he, oh, he's a, a status now. He's, oh, he's uni G or whatever. For me, I'm like, yo, I'm the same kid who came up to you before. You know what I mean? Right. There's no, so that's what I would say that whole moment of swerve, you know, did for me. You know what I mean? Absolutely, man. Absolutely, man. Um, like you mentioned before, um, like you was, you didn't know how, um, people want to take you on tour. So you had to, um, you know, find your own way to create your own tour. Uh, uh, tell us about that process, man. Cause you know, a lot lot of people, especially a lot of artists, man, they get a lot of, you send like, you send out a lot of cold emails and don't get a response, man. So, so what make it, took it upon yourself? Like, fuck it. You know, I'm going to just, you know, start reaching out myself and, and, and reaching out to certain people or, you know, tell us about that process of actually headlining your own tour. Yeah, bro. You know, what's so crazy. I, I won't ever forget those times. I don't, I, hopefully not. I don't because of such humbling beginnings, I would send out at least like no lie, at least maybe the 50 to hundred emails a day. And my goal every day I, I woke up was I have to do just one thing every day to bring me closer to this mission. Just one thing, whether it meant just tweeting Eminem or so forth and so on. So that's what I would do. But then I would, all right, I meant every part of the process I would do. Like I would call and email locations like in, in New York. I'm like, okay, this club or this venue that has a stage after I called them. Okay. I had to get on the business side. This one Sunday I learned later too. Okay, how do we work out the bar? Okay, you guys keep 70% of the bar or, you know, and I get 30% and I keep 80% of the door. You get 20% if that, you know, so I start working out those type of business deals that I, you don't know as an artist. You just, you know, you have to rap. So once I had the, the location book, okay, location book, now who am I going to bring out? And I would think, okay, Who's somebody who's kind of in my lane of music, but could bring people out, so forth and so on. So the first show I did was Fred the Godson. He was from the Bronx. It made sense. I'm like, okay, so now hitting up Fred. And um, Fred wasn't too hard to get in contact with, but emails went, no email. So I just DM'd him. Eventually he hit me back, and I told him what everything I was trying to do. And I'm like, I want to make a song with you. So he was like, okay, cool. This time, this time it should be, let's meet up in the studio. So that's what we did. Met up in the studio, made a song. Um, I told him about the tour. I paid him. Now the next step. It's bringing people out 
which, you know, so promotion and then getting other artists who can, you know, benefit from opening up for me and Fred, though they were most likely to see Fred at first, it was good to just, all right, you use some of his exposure to, you know, help myself. And that's what I would do, bro. Just, and I would recycle, repeat. I did it with Manolo Rose. Then, then that's when people started hitting me up to be on a tour. I mean, to be on tour. Then Graf was like, yo, you only can, I, I haven't heard of Graf before, but Graf said, yo, you only can I be a part of your tour. I'm like, okay, cool. And, put Graf on a tour, then I put Nitty Scott on tour, and then that's when um, I had Smoke Dizzle on tour, and then Smoke Dizzle and Graf connected for my tour. You know what I mean? Right, and right. they had, had got songs together, so forth and so on. And then it just kept expanding, and that's when, you know, the, um, these different avenues started hitting me up. That's when Revolt TV came out to uh, uh, one of the tours. And for me, bro, who just got denied being on tours because I didn't have enough followers, or I'm like, Revolt TV is here? Then they did a, a, a write-up on me. Then Power 105 did a write up on me, and I'm like, "This is cr- like, you know, what I mean, this, crazy, this is man. wild, crazy." Yeah. So, so, so crazy. tell tell us about that tour, man. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, usually you hear a lot of tour stories, a lot of practical jokes going <laughs> on, and, yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah, a lot of crazy stuff going on. So, 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 do you have like a couple of stories you can share with us on on just being just being on that tour with a legend like Smoke Dizzle, you know, yeah. just just a lot of legends, you know. Yeah. Like t- tell us tell us about that tour and Yeah, yeah, yo, bro. It was every every show with the different artists had its own interesting like just turn, you know, or turnaround or whatever. For me, when I'm on tour, I can I'm just like I was telling you, I, I can't I I didn't really live in the moment much. So I can be very meticulous and particular about how I like things. I'm trying to get out of that, get out of that, and just let things be. Right. But so <laughs> I like things to be placed in a certain way and so forth and so on. So with Fred I remember him waiting to, you know, go on, and he was just sitting, sitting by the bar, drinking, chilling, like, yo, you and I, it's time for me to go up yet? No? All right, let me know. <laughs> and just, you know, like, what? Like, bro, like, just, you know, just to make sure he was good. Smoke Dizzle almost ruined my set Damn. because I had an introduction where I came with a boxing glove and this Uni G poster, and he was like, okay, Uni G, come up. But he he almost skipped the intro- introduction, so I had to, like, scream from the back, this is you messing up the show, bro. Like, he's like, what for? I ain't know, you know what I mean? So, with Manolo Rose, bro, oh my goodness. Like, I remember um, me and my guy Jarvis, we had let him know, like, hey, look, the venue's only allowing a certain amount of comps, like a certain amount of people in for free. So, how many people do you need? How many people do you need? He's like, you only need like maybe two, three, max five. Manolo Rose comes with 20 people, bro. <laughs> so, I'm like, okay, what are we going to do? I'm like, I'm in the back. I, I told my guy Jarvis to handle it. And it started getting crazy. You know, they're from the hood. So they started, like, bum-rushing the door, making threats. And it was, like, at a, you know, a, a, in in the in the city. So, you know, the, the white o- owners got a little, like, okay, what's going on? And I'm like, bro, I'm like, yo, Manolo, what's up, bro? Like, I asked you. Like, he's like, yo, you, like, him manager was like, yo, this is what we got, 20 people. So I ended up having to cover the charge for all 20 of them pretty much. Mm-hmm. So it was like those tour headaches where it's like, so I broke even on that show, which you not, which I never want to do. You know what I'm saying? It was just like those type of headaches, but and then another show where the DJ, the DJ messes up, and except, but you know, this this <laughs> good and bad with with all of them. You know, I had a lastly the one one tour I did with Graf. We went to, out to South by Southwest, and because I had him on my tour, he's at uni. Like wherever I go, being that you show me so much love, he said, "Yo, I'm putting you on every stage I touch," and I'm like, "Or like I never flew out." Um, New York at that time without like family or something like that. So I go out to Texas for the first time and I'm like, I'm, I don't know what to expect. And 
bro, I'm in the venue, like legit touching shoulders, literally like my shoulders touching Akon's shoulder. Akon mad tall. I didn't know that he was that tall. Like he's like six. Yeah, he's six. tall. Yeah, I'm mad. Yeah, I didn't know that. You know, he's like so. I'm standing next to Akon. Um, Trade the Truth. I'm so many people. All these like just. And I'm like, yo, like we really lit. Like I'm just going stage, perform, swerve. We about to, we about to blow up. Like yeah, we you know, made it. <laughs> yeah, we made it. Right. So grab for your uni. When I go up, you good. Like I'm a, you know, tell you to come on. So we were waiting six hours for Graf to come. That's how hungry I was, bro. Like, wow. I was outside of the venue six hours promoting, hey, I'm performing here, come through, hitting on my buttons, everything. Um, Tom comes to perform. Bro, I never perform. What? Graf just left me stranded. And, and I remember, like, bro, I ain't hold. I remember just holding back. Like, my, my eyes were hurt, and I was just holding back tears because it felt like I was back in that moment where I'm trying to, like, yo, Prove to everybody, like, I, I got something to believe in me, but I had to start my own tour, right? So I was back in that moment where I'm like, dang, like, what's up? And I, I remember his DJ and his videographer, we, we were on tour so much that, you know, they grew, you know, a heart from I remember them looking at me like, my fault, bro, you know what I mean? And he just, and I remember he just legit disappeared. So I go out to the next, like, venue because there's no point in me being there. And I seen him performing in the next venue. And I'm just telling me, like, you know what? I can't expect. You know, I have no shade towards them, but I just can't expect anybody to help me, even if they tell me they will. Right. I have to truly, like, just make a way for myself. I, I And I remember just having to motivate my team because at that time, they were my team. They were just my friends, you know, hopping on a plane with me, trying to help me out, spending their hard, hard-earned oh, money. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm just, like, trying to, like, front, you know, like, nah, we got this, we good. And I ended up doing, like, a street performance. Like, okay. they had, like, a boombox and all that out in the street, and I just rapped. But, bro, the next I, – I took that, and the next year I worked so hard. And by the next year I went to South by Southwest, people literally grabbed me off the street to perform in their venue. Mm. I had, and, I had, and I had, for the first time, uni, oh, my whole team had UNIG shirts and UNIG jackets, something I could only dream of at that point. And people legit pulling me off the street. Yo, you want to come perform my venue? Come Yo, T.I., yo, you want to go right before T.I.? And I'm like, Me? Just last year, nobody, I was straight, nobody wanted me. Now this year, you know what I mean? It was just like, so that transition. But that's what, you know, tour life can be exciting. At the same time, it can be so, like, you know, just crazy. You know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely, man. Um, did you did you ever have a chance to talk to Graf or, or why? You know, you know, well, you know we in the hood. You know how it is in the hood. Or, or black men, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It was like, yo, what's good, bro? Everything, you, you go, he, he gave me the vibes, like, my fault, but you know, it, it was at another uh, performance. Actually, Fred the Godson was there, and my guy H two O was um, doing it. It was like a basketball event. I saw him there, and it was just like, "Yo, it was good." You know, chilling. I'm chilling, and it was like, "Okay, cool." And you know, everything good with you, and that was it. There was no, you know, never acknowledged it at all. Yeah, yeah, it was just whatever. Yeah, it's probably, probably politics. Probably people yeah, in the camp as well. No, that's it. it. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, bro. Yeah. And what's crazy is. I watched the interview on Graf where he was talking about one of his biggest regrets was um, not going with uh, Jay-Z when he had the opportunity. Um, because him and Kanye went to the uh, label at the same time. Mm. And and he was pretty much on some like, all right, Dane brought Ye in Graf. And he was on some like, I'm going to stay loyal to um, Dane. And Ye was on some like, I understand Dane brought me, but I'm going with Jay. And I saw that Graf was always like somewhat regretful of feeling like y'all was loyal to him, and I lost that on the opportunity. So it just made me think, like, you know, his mind is, which is, I, I get, he's gonna look out for himself and make sure, like, yo, look, 
I am straight. You know what I mean? So yeah, it is what yeah. it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely, man. Crazy, Shout out to you, man. Yeah, um, yeah. my next question to you: You mentioned Fred the Godson, man. Um, Federico, going too soon. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, he actually. Um, I met him once. I met him on Fordham Road, actually. We yeah. actually giving out uh, a couple of his mixtapes. Yeah, uh, he actually uh, worked with my cousin. My, my cousin is um, Vinny Idol. Uh, he works oh, okay, with, he works, okay. Yeah, he works with Deep Block and everybody. I mm. last music shout out to him. Um, when you first heard uh. Fred um, dying. Uh, what, what was your uh, reaction on the, the whole thing? Yeah, you know, it was so crazy. Me and Fred was talking not too long before he passed. He was telling me about a song he had with. He was, he was telling me before he, had, he was going to have a song with Rick Ross, and he was so hyped. Me and we were just talking. We ran into each other in Dykeman. Mm-hmm. And then um, shortly after, I heard that he got sick. So I, I texted him, like, yo, bro, hope you good. Hope, you know, push through, pull through, or whatever. And then when he died, I'm like, nah. This is like, you know what I mean? Speechless. I remember being like, this is unbelievable. Like, this is just, you know, because at the time we didn't know what COVID was, like, really. It was like, you know, like, oh, so this is serious. So this is not no made up on TV thing. Exactly. And yeah, and I remember like, it just thinking like, nah, this is unbelievable. Because me and Fred, like, I actually, I was on his tour starting out before I put him on my tour um, with the company called Drop on Top ENT. So me and Fred went way, way, way back, like, to 2014. Um, way back, um, and then just to hear like that's where he was after me and him was on tour. We made like skit videos together, like you know, we just a whole bunch of stuff. So hearing that was just like wow, like this is serious, you know what I mean? And then me thinking about his kids and his wife, like you know, they had have no father now. It was just, it was it was heartbreaking, you know. Yeah, man, yeah. it was tough, man. Yeah, good dude, humble dude, you know, underrated as well as yeah. a, as a, as yeah. a lyricist, man. He yeah. just, I was watching uh, his flex uh, f- uh, freestyle uh, a couple of days yeah. ago, man. Like, yeah. the dude, he had it. He had it. Whatever, whatever it was, he had it. You know, yeah. charisma yeah. and everything. So, uh, rest in peace to Freddie Godson on that one, man. Yeah, man. Crazy. Definitely. Um, yeah. uh, my next question to you: uh, You mentioned Lupe is one of your favorite uh, rappers. Yeah. Uh, you got to perform with Lupe. I perform with him. So, 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 so tell us about that, man. How how good you felt performing yeah. with one of your idols man yeah yeah um what's crazy is um i'll tell you you know what's crazy it's for the godson birthday too that's crazy but um wow. with lupe yeah i know crazy with, with lupe um i remember bro of course in high school just hearing kick push so for the song like so son is dope like i like his his wordplay so um the the uh, booking company i was with before um it was called um Dang, levels management. He would get tight about if he was see this and see that I think forgot that. Levels management. And he was telling me that you, know, you need to hit up this booking agency so they could like, you know, expand your, you know, reach. So I hit him up. I guess they heard my music and it was like, yo, you would, you know, be great for, you know, these type of artists. And Lupe was one of them. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So, you know, it was a lot of like back and forth stuff. We eventually landed it and I went out to California for the first time to, you know, be a part of his tour. And legit, it was a it was a dream come true, you know. Yeah, it was a dream come true. I'm like, I can't believe I'm about to perform with Lupe. And I had a few. There was a few other artists who was opening up for him. My guy Coda, who used to film my videos, and I'm a, me, me and Coda was on the same boat. Like, dang, like we just want to make it. So to have me and Coda opening up for uh, you know Lupe was, was was just crazy. So, bro, when I say I gave my all on that stage, I have a. That's like we call it the Uni G TV. It's like a TV, but it has like my promotion on the back of it, gotcha. like a 
LED, like, you know, legit a TV. I had that on stage. Uh, bro, I did things. I don't know. God legit gave me a different type of power that day. Like, I had people from the from the audience, and they didn't, they didn't like this. I had people from the audience hop on stage, get light, dance, and I was throwing stuff, and it was crazy. So um, I'm in the um, the audience now, just chilling, looking at Lupe perform, um, studying him, and some girl was just talking to me, like, yo, you, you did dope. I'm like, thank you. Like, you know, Lupe, my favorite rapper, said word. And we just really bonded. And it was the first time I didn't have to sell myself. You know, as artists, they're like, yo, you have a five-minute pitch or five-second pitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, so, bro, I'm just talking to her. And she's like, yeah, actually, you know, I'm I'm on his management team. I said, who? I said, who's management team? <laughs> Lupe. And I'm like, she's like, yo, you want to stay on tour with us? I said, wait a minute, like. I don't even want to be paid. I just, just let me. So, yeah. So, um, her name is KD, and she legit was all right, cool. We come to New York, and she actually come out a few shows, but a few of the shows just didn't work out with my schedule. So, they came up to New York. We did uh, Sony Hall, and bro, like, I. Oh, that's big. Yeah, I did. Yeah, bro, I Sony Hall is big. Yeah, yeah. You know you made it. Was, you <laughs> make it to Sony Hall. You know you made it. <laughs> so, yeah, we did Sony Hall, and of course, the room was, it was so packed. People was like, on top of each other, and mm-hmm. I gave my all. And Lupe was like, "Yo, give it up for Uni G," and the crowd went crazy. And he was like, "Yo, bro, let's." He was like, "Yo, he himself and KD, um, KD, you know, the, the manager, or whatever, um, was like, "Yo, look, let's keep it. So let's go, let's go to Africa with it." Ooh. I said, "He was like, we got Zambia, Kenya, all these other places, and then the pandemic happened." Oh, yeah, I know, you know, but um, either or, you know, the opportunity is still dope. Um, I'm hoping to still, you know, hop back on tour with them, work out some things. He's actually, um, he, um, I have him on the intro of my album. So oh. this this next album coming out. Um, so you know, I'm hoping to get a few tracks in with and you know, take. But the, the being on tour with Lupe was just, my I was, man. you know, I was like, I don't know what to say to him. Like I'm like, <laughs> hey, what's, what's up? you know, doing a weird pound when you <laughs> miss it, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to be cool, but you're not. Definitely, man. Shout out to Lupe Fiasco, man. Yeah, yeah. Another underrated MC, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that should yeah. be up there. No, I got all Lupe, all the Lupe albums, man. My favorite oh, yeah. song is um um the shit he did with uh, on the Laser album. Mm. Um I'll just listen Girl, to that. Girl, I want you to know. Oh, it's a great song, Shay Song, yeah. yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Yeah, it was a banger. That's yeah, a banger. That's a banger right there. Shout out to him, man. Lupe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very underrated. Very. Um, Very my, ne- my next question to you. Let's talk about the new album. Um, yeah. If, if you can, I don't, I don't know. You yeah. wanna? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so tell us about uh, what's the what's the um? Do you have a title for the album? So I got a few titles. Kev, okay. Kev, Kev keeps throwing a title at me. I don't know. <laughs> so we're not there yet. Use. We're not there yet. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, he, he, he thinks I should call it I'm here to inspire. Um, I don't know if I want to call it that yet. I like to moving forward, like to play off my name, like welcome to my universe. Um, but if I put uni in inspired, it would just be uninspired. So gotcha. I don't know what I want gotcha. to would have wanted to do with it yet, but that's as far as the uh title goes over thinking, brainstorming. Right. But the vibe I'm going for is you know, much not much different from Welcome to My Universe, but more refined and defined because mm. I'm I'm going in it to glorify God. So I'm like, okay, I'm making sure I'm not cursing, and and every you know song has a has a point. Like even if it's just having fun, there's a there's a point to this, and the point is to show you, like, look, 
I, I've given my heart to God and I want to bring you closer to God without, you know, and that doesn't mean I'm a, a, a Christian rapper. I don't know what that is really. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're not going to push in that category. I, I hate yeah, exactly. like just putting you in a box and some shit like that. Oh, you're a exactly. rapper. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm a rapper. Right. I'm a rapper who's Christian. You know what Universal. I mean? Universal. Like, Universal. Exactly. You know exactly. what I mean? So so I'm just um more so focusing on songs that I feel like are truly like dear to my heart and just real. Like I have a song called my favorite song so far is Queen to Me. Um and Kings. I, I really love those songs. Um the song with Lupe um Lupe on the intro. Um, I feel like it's dope. I got. I'm gonna have a few more features on there. I'm not gonna drop all of the features because I wanted to be yeah, a surprise. Yeah, yeah. How, how many yeah. tracks is on the album? It's gonna be seven. I'm only do seven. This seven time. tracks. Okay. Seven tracks. Yeah. So um, last album was thirteen. I feel like now thirteen tracks with like a double disc. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> with, with today's all world. eyes on me. You know? <laughs> it's in that category. Right, right. Yeah, so yeah, I'm only yeah. have like uh, seven songs in this album. I got some big. I'm, I'm having some big features on there. Um, Lupe being one of them on the intro, so forth and so on. But the album pretty much is about just um, inspiring, opening up your heart. You know, giving your heart to God, being honest about stuff, like being able to truly look yourself in the mirror about what you're going through. You know, you could be in a a room full of people and feel the loneliest. You could be, you know what I mean? You could be on top of the world and feel dead inside. And that's what I want to, you know, pretty much touch on. Like, nah, you ain't got to be that. You ain't got to feel like that. You ain't got to, let's stop fronting. You know what I mean? So that's pretty much the idea behind the project, you know? Absolutely, yeah, man. Uh, Tell us about um, the mind state that you was in actually uh, creating this new project. Yeah. Where, 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 Where were you at mentally? Yeah. So, you know, what's so crazy is, I have a song on there called I'm Free, and I have a church, my church choir on there. And I remember when I mentally where I was at when I wrote the song, it was actually around the time when my father passed. My father, my father passed suddenly. Like Rest it was, in peace, man. Yeah, thank Sorry you, bro. Sorry to hear that, bro. Thank you, bro. We didn't know what was going to happen. And I remember just writing the song, and the lyrics are so opposite of what I was going through mentally. I was just like, I was in so or more so rapping for where my mind is now, the freedom, the 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 gift of life, you know, the, the the blessings that God has put before us. And to be blessed just means to be superlatively happy, like overly happy. And I'm like, I'm not rapping for this moment. I'm rapping for tomorrow. And that's why I feel like my mind has kind of always been in many things. Like I was telling you, I don't live in the moment. You know, I live tomorrow. Well, more so with when my mind was in writing this was, how can I be, how can I do what Michael Jackson did? or Alex Huxley with his book, A Brave New World. It's not about today. It's about the ever after. Will people be able to pick up my album in 20, 40 years, even when I'm gone, and be like, yo, this is a masterpiece. Today, you put on Michael Jackson's song, kids love it, we love it, and the older the older people love Absolutely. it. I am with this album. You know what I mean? With, mm. with my moving forward. So just, yeah. not for, for now, after and the ever after. Timeless, and timeless. Making timeless, timeless music. That's what I like, man. Drop a saucy bomb for that one, man. Come on, come on, drop a saucy bomb. My man, nigga, Thomas Music. That's his mindset he's in, man. He tried to be with the Prince, the Michael Jacksons, you know. He tried to be with Jay Z, Nas, and all that, man. He's trying to make Thomas Music, man. Shout out to you, man. Um, My next question to you um, uh, What what artists you would like to work with um, Mm. that you haven't worked with yet? Um, I, um, I'm trying, I'm a, Put this in the world. Put this into the gods. Manifest you know, it. Manifest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I have Rap City on. I have a list of features on there. I have Rap City on the list um, to put on the album. Nice. Um, in in Lecrae. Um, a few a few other artists, but pray that you know that happens. But those are definitely two artists I want to work with in my more immediate you know intentions. As far as like 
further on. Not that even now. I want Yay. I want to work with Yay. You know, oh, that yeah. Everybody want to work with Yay. Yeah, I want to work with Yay. Mm-hmm. You know, I want, work, I want Most Def on the album. I want Talib. You know, okay. um, he's some, some of the artists I feel like I definitely want to work with. And I want to work with like a, a mainstream artist like, like Rose, like Rick Ross, but do it in a way where we can both glorify God. Not where we talking about girls and popping bottles, bottles but more man. so like people see like, you know, anybody who be like, yo, I like to thank God first, but like, yo, let's really do that through our music. He, you know what I mean? And he could do that, man. Like Exactly. He, he, he's very versatile like that. So he, yeah, he, can make, yeah. he can make club records and talk about girls right. and bottles, but he could actually, right. you know, you know, talk his... Talk his, no, you know what I mean. I don't want to curse. Right, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. cursing the whole show, yeah. but <laughs> he, he, he can talk his talk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that I, I think that would, especially the um, the joint he did on his album, um, mm. uh, uh, not the new one. Okay, uh, it's, okay. it's an old album. We we did the BMF joint is uh, Freemason. He mm. he spent yeah, he spent yeah, some, he spent yeah, some yeah. Um, knowledge on that man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think that was so fire. I wanted um Rick Ross on my song Pablo. Pablo is now my biggest song to um to date. Like it surpassed Swerve and all of that was on you know Power One Hundred Five and all. Yeah. Um, I wanted him on a remix, but just couldn't you know work it out. I'm not gonna let that dream die. I'm probably gonna <laughs> still you know probably yeah. still try to get one. But I think if we was able to really like get on a song where we just truly like spitting our heart and glorifying God as the intention of it, it'll it would be so dope because so many rappers. I mean, so many people listen to rappers. Like, rappers have become, in a sense, the world's god. You know what I mean? Beyonce, people legit worship her. She's my idol. So from the, And it's like, dang, like, what if we were really to re- redirect that? Like, you know, let's give God his shine. Like, you know what exactly. I mean? Not just, I think that would be so dope. All know? things are possible, man. Yeah. Uh, my, last, my last question for you before we get out of here, man. Unity, sure. uh, the artist. Unity, yeah. the brand. Where yeah. do you see yourself in the next 10 years? <laughs> in the next 10 years um i see myself definitely touring still touring the world i see myself in movies um i've always since a kid i've been producing my music since i was 17 um so over uh, uh i don't know how many years now 50 only 15 years or whatever um and I always wanted to produce for video games and movies, like do the scores. So I definitely see that a part of my future, as well as um, doing like, you know, going in church, probably even planting a church. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Planting churches and truly changing people's lives, you know, with God's words, not only my music, but with my testimony. You know, I feel like when people hear like, yo, like Graf left you stranded or this person did this, so forth and so on, and still see that I have God's glory shining through me. I wanted to inspire them. Like, yo, nah, like I didn't give up because I didn't want to find too much identity in music. I'm not music. You know what I mean? I'm just a disciple of Christ first. Right. Then music comes after that, so forth and so on. But that's not what defines you. So if it doesn't go well, or if I have to give it up, then it is what it is, you know. But I want to be able to truly do that in the next 10 years, like. It's truly changed people's lives with God's words through music, being movies and TV shows and so forth and so on. But most importantly, like baptizing more, more, more people, you know, helping them to really find their identity in Christ. My name used to be Unity, the unidentified God, because I was like, the idea behind it is who do we identify in God? Like, but now that I have found my identity in God, um, I transitioned to uh, mad time. I don't know. It's probably going to be something else next week. The unique God, or you know, what I'm saying, yeah, unilite yeah, yeah. guardian, um, so forth and so on. But yeah, just 
doing that in the next 10 years, you know? Absolutely, man. We give him a saucy applause for that one. Come on. Man. Man. Give him a saucy applause for that one, man. God damn it. <laughs> Good sauce. Yo, uh, Unity, man, it was a, a pleasure to have you on, man. Uh, like I said, man, uh, you are, what we do on this show, uh, um, people who had guests on the show, uh, I mentioned earlier, Helena is a saucy alumni. You are now officially a saucy alumni. Come on, it's saucy. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And you're more than welcome to come back on the show, man. We talk about everything on the show, not, I, not just do interviews interviews we have panels to talk about different um topics in the world whether it's relationships whether it's politics and stuff like that so you might want to welcome to come back on the show you need anything to promote man just hit just hit me up um i'm supporting 100 we need to support each other and uh definitely man it's, this is the first of many of, of you um and our relationship and actually be on the show man i appreciate you for for being on man take a time out to be on the show Thank you for having me, bro. It was a good time. It's crazy how God aligns it. You know what I mean? We went to school together, so forth and so on, bro. Like, that's how the uni- exactly. That's how the universe <laughs> works, man. That's how God works, man. That's how God works, he works man. in mysterious ways, man. And, and you know, we we have mutual uh, friends, man. And, yeah. And shout out to to Ted and Kevin and all that, man. Facts, facts, we, facts. We go way back playing basketball, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, like at, at Pigeon Park, eh? right, know, right, right. <laughs> especially on our Crazy. 95 playgrounds and stuff like that. We were legends, we legends in that court. You better ask Crazy. somebody, we legends in that court, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Yo, um, uh, good luck to your new project. I definitely be paying attention to that, man. I can't wait for you to drop your new project as well. You know, BX is definitely in the building, and uh, definitely, um. Uh, send me, uh, send me the link to your um your website with the um, okay. is it is it on your uh, Instagram profile to yeah, your, yeah. to your to yeah, your, it's, it's your fashion line and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, right. So I'm I'm gonna put that um um in the links below as well okay. as I you know mm-hmm. publish the the episode and everything. But man, definitely, definitely. Uh, good luck to you, man. And yeah. uh, yo, we got uh, this is only beginning, like I said. And you know, I just got back into music again. I I, I took yeah. a long hiatus. I was just you know having babies and stuff like that. Ah, so, okay, okay, so okay. I'm I'm slowly getting back into the music. And man, I would love to do a song with you. So I'm gonna definitely hit you up okay. behind the scenes on that. Let's definitely as well. I'm working on the project right now. Um, so yeah. I'm definitely hit you up. I, I definitely need you. I need I definitely need the church boys on this one. Come on, you definitely the church boys are this way because you know we, we grown, we grown men now, and, and you know we got a lot of we got a lot to say. Yeah, no more, bro. Let's definitely. let's get it. I'm performing tomorrow too. If you um, if anybody's free to pull out, you free to pull out, bro. Well, it's tell gonna us about be, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be with uh my guys, the Bronx Native and Tag Up Studio, Tag Up Music. It's gonna be at oh, Bronx Native of the store. Huh? Bronx Native of the store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, dope, 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 dope. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they asked me to come out tomorrow be a feature performer at their uh they have a, like another venue um it's called Tag Up Music um or Tag Up Studios it's gonna be at three eighty one Canal Place tomorrow the Bronx at uh seven thirty so uh, no today was at yeah seven thirty today was at eight yeah so seven thirty tomorrow three eighty one Canal Place gonna be dope um I'm perform I'm be performing with them um so yeah bro pull ups also if you want to come come through the church uh that's on Sundays every Sunday <laughs> definitely um, that's at, uh, 39 West 29th Street is called um, NYC ICC. Oh, you can follow them on NY, uh, NYC Disciples. And of course, me, I'm I am Unigy, I am Unigy.com.
hey, hey, what's up, Source Nation? It's your boy Jeff, the owner and host of Source Conversations, and I'm here to tell you about our new sponsor for season three, Holistic Remedy. Holistic Remedy is a black-owned CBD company that creates natural products to make sure you feel good. Their catalog includes 150 milligrams CBD healing balm, 25 milligrams CBD honey and engaged sticks, and hemp seed body butters in six extraordinary scents. Each product is handmade with love to relieve eczema, pain, um, arthritis, lupus, general soreness, and many more. Holistic Remedies is giving everybody in Social Nation 10% off. That's right, 10% off on all their products. All you got to do is type in the promo code at the checkout, and the promo code is HRMEATSAUCY. Again, HRMEATSAUCY. Go and support uh, Holistic Remedies. It's a black-owned company. And also, keep supporting Saucy Conversations. We appreciate all the love and support. It's a love. All of that, you know what I mean? Absolutely, man. You heard it here. On social yeah, conversations, yeah. you want to pull up on this performance tomorrow at Bronx. Shout out to Bronx, they're doing big things yep. in the Bronx, man. They being nice. recognized. Shout out to them, they feeding the homeless. You know, yeah. they, they, they they putting that Bronx brand, that Bronx um, brand out there. So shout out to them. Nice. Um, yeah, man, that's the end of social conversations uh, episode uh, eleven, man. Um, Want to send a special shout out to all our sponsors, which is uh, Click Click Vodka. And also, um, Holistic Remedies. Make sure you go support them as well. So support black, support black businesses. And um, cool. don't forget to use that promo code HRMeetSaucy. Um, and you get 10% off. Uh, shout out to my co-hosts going to be here today. Uh, Mac, Dad, Renice. Uh, shout out to the whole social nation. Um, I'm definitely having um, a 24-7 uh, streaming TV network dropping this year. So if you want to be a part of the network, uh, you want your music videos played? If you if you have like a TV series, short film, whatever, hit me up at SourceNationTV at gmail dot com, and I will send you all the information um, involving the network and everything. Go get you some official social conversations merch as well. Uh, we have everything. We have t shirts, hoodies, pet hoodies. You know, it's, it's winter time, so you know you, you don't want your pet to be cold outside. You know, so we got everything to make your pet you know feel warm when you walk in your pet. Your dog, cat, it doesn't matter. So we got yeah. we got we got everything on that. Shout out to my other podcast as well. Social discourse is the base show. We drop uh, we go live every Thursday. So make sure you go support that and support us on all streaming platforms. Social Social Nation TV at uh, Twitch and Social Social Nation TV on Facebook. Make you go watch the the broadcast um, over again if you missed it on Social Nation TV, Facebook, and YouTube channel. Yeah. We appreciate y'all for joining the show. And we out of here. We out of here. Peace and love, y'all. Peace out.
mama still locked in. Nutcrackers on deck and the grill still popping. Ladies killing me, they bougie, they popping. Sun dress on fleet, you still got it. I'm flossing, I ran up a check. Summertime fresh, all I need is a jet jet. Full court game, everybody calling that. Coco Mango Cherry Man got the ices on deck. I wouldn't trade nothing for the summertime. Everybody playing ball, all they trying to rhyme. Girls playing double dutch, having a fun time. My homie just came home for the hundred time. One time for the one time. Keep it for the one time for the one time. Keep it for the one time. Help me to find a way to have the summertime party from around the way.